We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Kits and Wagers. I'm Adam Zadroik, joined by Chris Owen to talk game week eight in the Premier League. We're coming to you Thursday evening to discuss things. We were coming in after Europa League, after Europa Conference League. Chris, you're, you've had a busy week of work. We both had busy weeks of work. Liverpool, most importantly, they got a 2-0 win today. Sala only went 45 minutes. Trent Alexander-Arnold, first minutes back, I believe, from his injury. He went 63 minutes. How are you feeling here about Liverpool? We're not talking about Liverpool here, so I'm starting the show with them. But Liverpool, they are—they're at Brighton, um, so uh, I don't think they're under parlay. But what do you? How are you feeling about Liverpool going against Brighton here? Brighton two-two today in their in their Europa game. Is this just how we start our shows now? We we roll yeah. through my where's the where's the tea leaves at on, on Liverpool this weekend? Uh, yeah, I I mean after last week, and I think I needed a good couple healthy days away from from soccer, <laughs> considering all things that happened. Uh, so I took that as a mental break. Um, I was I did not catch the match today. Um, we'll try to catch highlights a little bit later tonight. But yeah, we'll see. I mean, Brighton, no slouch, no slouch at all. That I think they they might. I know they won at least one game against them last year, if not both. Um, but yeah, that should be a good one. We've got a number of other great matches to talk about this weekend. Uh, you mentioned a big week. I mean, you were covering Champions League, Europa League all week. Uh, there's kind of no rest for the wicked uh, here in the uh, the soccer sphere. Um, I'm excited to talk about a few big matches. None other, no none bigger than uh, you know first and second place last year in Man City and, and Arsenal here. We'll get to that one later in the show. Uh, it is you know Adam didn't Adam, did you mention this? Maybe you did. It is a, a vintage episode here. We're not we're not up recording at seven a.m. on a Wednesday or Thursday. It's not in the you know middle of the day. We are live and direct. Adam's burning dad dad midnight oil here. It's it's a nine nine eighteen local for him. I don't know what time he goes to bed, but I feel like dad's going to bed. <laughs> uh, and I am just fresh off of work. It's six eighteen. I got a big glass of. Uh, Irish whiskey going here. I'm ready to get into some bets. I think you've got something special going on on your end as well. Is that Jameson or what do you got here? A little Basil Hayden's. 
Oh, okay, you're going you're going a little higher up. All right, it's All right. a couple couple bucks more at the liquor store, but <laughs> a, well, a worthwhile endeavor. A difficult day of work for Chris, so he's he's busting up the Basil Haydens here. Uh, I got we we talked about it a little bit in our Discord this week. We were talking about the DFS guys were drinking beers on their show this week for for DFS going going Champions League and in our Discord rotowar.com slash chat to get in there. To get in there, it's rotowar.com slash soccer trial, 48 hour trial. But I got a local I don't have the bottle up here, but I put I put it in a frozen mug as, as you like to do. It's eleven percent dragon's milk. Uh, I got the I got the s'mores edition, which uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if like these specialty versions come out to other states. I don't know if it's just like local to me because, you know, I live like a mile from the brewery or not. But uh, New Holland, I got the got the dragon's milk. So in about 30 minutes, I'll probably, I probably might not be making any sense, but we'll, we'll see what happens, <laughs> I guess. That, that looks like a very, very dark beer and 11 percent will be doing, doing some damage to you here. Hopefully nothing to our bets, so. Yeah, I mean, we are, we, our bets are already, you know, they're in the graphics. So it's not like yeah, we're, we're we changing can't our minds or anything. So, yeah. so let's get to the betting page here, which takes a little bit. You know, it's always got to be difficult to get to soccer things here, but I, my article is up already. So shots to my article. My betting article is 16 and 12 on the season. So if you want actually winning bets, check out the article, but we're actually going to have winning bets on the show as well. So, uh, that is up, as you can see. I do have a Liverpool bet in this one. Uh, Darwin Nunez on the on the cover right there. But we're talking first match. We got a couple before we get to the uh, the big one, the Arsenal Manchester City game. We got a couple uh, small minnows here, I guess you could say, coming on Saturday. Uh, the first one is speaking of minnows, I guess. Sorry, I, I don't mean that. Sorry, Burnley fans, I didn't mean that. Um, I'm talking about Chelsea here. Let's, uh, <laughs> We got Burnley at home. Burnley just played Tuesday, so Chelsea don't have don't have you know UEFA play to, to worry about. But Burnley they played their postponed match against Luton Town on Tuesday. They won that one two one. And holy cow, look at these odds! So a week ago, basically they were plus three ten to win. Now Burnley are plus four hundred to win. So I'm not sure what's happened, but everyone's betting Chelsea to win here. Chelsea, you get them at minus 145 to win. And then the draw is plus 310. Uh, again, I'm not sure what's going on there with the odds. I guess I guess Chelsea have a bunch of betters on their side here. Uh, over two and a half goals is minus 130. Under two and a half goals, plus 105. I don't think there's any major early injuries from Tuesday that we have to worry about. It's pretty, you know. Set and dry there. And then Nicholas Jackson is back from his suspension. Raheem Sterling was ill over the weekend, so he came off the bench. So he's probably going to be back in there. Mudrick picked up a little bit of an issue. So it'll probably be, well, it could be Cole Palmer in there with Raheem Sterling. And then similar to last game, they had Cucurella playing right back and then Colwell playing left back. So a bit of a different uh, look there for Chelsea, who technically have uh, Reese James suspended for the match. For comments he made in a game like two months ago when he was healthy, uh, that suspension just came out this week. But uh, Chris, Chelsea, you know, 2-0 win last time out Fulham. Does that win mean anything to you at Fulham? Wow, you're coming with a load of questions here today. First of all, you're starting with the Liverpool after last weekend. 
Now we're on to Chelsea, who you just called a bottom minnow team, you know, who is a, a <laughs> at this point perennially perennial bottom half team. Um, but uh, yeah, of course it means something. Fulham's a good team. 2 0. I think it was away too. Was it at uh, Craven Cottage? I mean, wait, Fulham yeah. is a good team. Like, Top fifteen or what do we what do we going? They're with currently thirteenth in the table last okay, year. Top thirteen. <laughs> okay. Yeah, top thirteen last year. I mean, they were a top top half side, if you will. They were tenth. So I mean, they finished above Chelsea last year. So I mean, that's kind of I guess we call that progress uh, for Chelsea. Um, sure, so sure. yeah, I mean, most expensive side in the world, maybe. But uh, they they got they came away with points, and and it's kind of interesting that now like. You, you know, you go to rotowire.com and check out a lot uh, EPL projected lineups, and it's just like who's who of who might miss the match for Chelsea here. You know, you look at everyone who's who's hurt, and it's a we're almost looking at if we're not into the double digits, it's pretty darn oh, close. Oh, we are. Um, There's 12. Been, yeah, 12, 12 guys. So, I mean, and some pretty big names there, you know, looking at Ben Chilwell, Reese James, Chalaba, you know. And Cuckoo for one who hasn't yet to really play. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm between two minds. I'm like, okay, this is the Chelsea. I mean, Poch is no slouch either. He's a great coach. He's shown to be a great coach. Um, but yeah, they're they 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 got a three points. That's the start of something. But for me, I did, I don't care. I'm taking Burnley double chance because it's Chelsea Football Club. And ever you know, we're for. If it's not for the money, it's at least for the vibes. So I think that uh, I, you know, Burnley. All right, so let's lay this out. There's two, two, two thoughts of two trains of thought here. Burnley been very, very bad at home so far this season. They lost three nil to Man City. They lost three one to Aston Villa. They lost five two to Tottenham, and then they lost one nil to Manchester United. I know I'm not helping my point, but I, by say, you know, they are playing at home, but. Listen, listen to those four teams I just listed off. The team that won the title last year, Aston Villa. You're, uh, they're playing European football this year. Tottenham, good team. They're, I mean, they're third right now, I believe. Um, maybe not back in Europe this year, but still um, probably the team that is playing the best currently um, when VAR is in play. And then Manchester United, who, who is, you know, arguably one of the better teams. So, you know, we'll see. But anyways, looking back, looking over at Chelsea, they haven't been so great um, away from home either. They lost to, they lost to, uh, who? let's see, West Ham United at home, or excuse me, away. They drew Bournemouth nil-nil, and then they just pulled that one away, two-nil uh, from Fulham. So it's kind of two, two different trains of thought here. I, for one, am on like the old school thought of a team playing away in the Premier League. It's just, it's just, it's a tough to get points there. It's tough to get three points. Uh, specifically Burnley. I know it's this isn't you know this isn't your uh, your big brother's Burnley you know with Sean Dyche at the helm, but I still think it's tough to go to Turf Moor and and to win a game. And I think that a double chance isn't out of the realm of possibilities here. I I kind of like some of the players that they have in attack too. I think they've shown a, like that they could um, you know find the back of the net a little bit more. I wouldn't you know you mentioned the overs and the unders. I, that under uh, two and a half sounded a little bit more appetizing to me, but if I'm going to go with a bet, it's like I said that uh, Burnley double chance is plus one twenty, um, and you know if I'm wrong, I I can go back and look at uh, the four the four games that they lost at home already. But I'd, it's for me, it's tough to pass up those odds for a team like Burnley at, at home. Just 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 to pull out one single point would be great. 
Our guy Stevie P is saying he's taking a shot every time you say VAR. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not salty at all. I swear to God. <laughs> so that double chance is interesting. This is a, a pretty interesting match here because Burnley have had a difficult schedule. Chelsea's schedule has been, I wouldn't say difficult. They just have, you know, they got Bournemouth and Nottingham Forest in there. So, I mean, can you say difficult? You know, they got the win against Fulham. Uh, I think it's interesting just because, you know, Burnley as a promoted side, they don't, they aren't playing the same way as, you know, maybe like a Nottingham Forest last season or even this season, I guess, or the Sheffield United's or somewhat Luton Town kind of a thing. Uh, Vincent Company wants to play a little different. Uh, they played with a bunch of possession last season in championship. I just looked, I pulled up the numbers from that Manchester United match from a couple weeks ago. They lost at 1-1-0, but they actually had 62% possession in that one. And I think they're they're just coming around a little bit here. And they they added a lot of guys, I guess you could say. I think half their roster, I'm, I'm just looking through it right now, half their roster is probably new players, you know, outside of like, okay, Connor Roberts and Taylor, Trafford, new goalkeeper, a lot of new guys in their team. So maybe they're starting to figure a little bit company, you know, early in the season, difficult matchups. So that's why you see, okay, they allowed five goals against Tottenham and they had some pretty bad results, which, you know, you can, I think you can attribute that a little bit to just Burnley being promoted, playing these top teams. So that means nothing for my bet, I, I guess I'll say, but I'm going, I'm going uh, under two and a half goals is plus 105. Mm-hmm. And I've taken this bet at least the last two weeks. I've taken this bet multiple times. For Chelsea games. And at this point, I'm just, I'm not even, I don't care who they're playing. I'm just taking the under two and a half goals on Chelsea because they're just struggling to score. I mean, I know they got two against Fulham, but that second goal, I'm trying to remember here, that second goal, I think it was Broja, Broja, Broja. Uh, he got the second goal and he like tipped it accidentally into the back of the net, if I remember correctly. Uh, they got those two first half, and then they couldn't get another one. And just you look at all these Chelsea results, okay, high XG, but they're just struggling to score. So at this point, why don't we just bet under on Chelsea until they actually figure things out in front of net? Um, Nicholas Jackson expected to start again. I mean, his, his XG is probably 10 right now, but he scored, I don't know, one goal or something like that. So uh, my theory is let's just keep betting under two and a half goals in Chelsea matches and, you know, let's see what happens. So are you in this, uh, what do you think? So Burnley double chance, is this like a one, one kind of result or can Burnley win you think, or, or what do you think here? Can Burnley win? Not out of the realm of possibilities we've seen from Chelsea. I think they, I think it's a draw. I'm thinking a one, one here. Um, Chelsea get up early. Maybe they're playing, they're playing their football a little bit and then, Burnley find a late winner through like Coley Osho or some, something like that. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I think, I think uh, a win would be a stretch, but it's, it's not out of the realm of possibilities. I mean, you, you mentioned the, like the under seems like the play here too. Uh, I think they West Ham in that West Ham game, it was three, one. So that hit over. Uh, and then they, they beat Luton three nil to Chelsea did. So those are the only, I guess they played – this is a League Cup match, but they played Wimbledon, and that was 2-1. But otherwise, every other match this season has been under. So I think four of their seven matches have been under under, under two and a half. That's yeah. quick math for you. So, you know, 
take that with a grain of salt. Yeah, I'm just looking at some of these games against other, you know, considered good teams here. Three goals in the Manchester City match. Uh, I'm going to throw out the Tottenham game because it got kind of out of hand there. But the 1-0 against Manchester United and then 2-0 against Newcastle. And I just think it's going to be... It's going to be kind of similar to that. It can can Chelsea convert their chances? That's kind of what it always comes down to for them. And at this point, why don't we just bet against that to happen? Because it hasn't happened for a couple couple of years now. So under two and a half goals is plus 105. Uh, Chris is on Burnley double chance at plus 120. Next game we are talking about Everton home against Bournemouth. Again, another uh, exciting match. This one, the odds here. Again, our odds page here, just go to our betting, sports betting page, soccer betting. But these odds have not really changed over the last couple of weeks. Everton are at home. They're minus 105 to win. Bournemouth are plus 280. The draw is also about plus 280, plus 275. You can get over two and a half goals, minus 125, under two and a half goals, plus 100. And in terms of injuries, there's really nothing changing here. I think both of these lineups I have in here are the same as they were last week for each of these teams. So no new injuries. And what does that mean? I'm not sure exactly because both teams are, are really hit or miss. Everton's last match was was the loss against Luton Town. Bournemouth have had a pretty difficult schedule. So, again, it's kind of hard to kind of gauge where they're at this season under their new manager, uh, Uri Lola. So what do you got in this one? Uh, qu- I'm on Everton under two or, – I'm sorry – I'm on under two and a half plus 100. Um, this game is maybe one of the uglier matches for the for the, the weekend, I think. But we got to talk about it because this is two teams that I it, think it could be fun. Yeah, I, I do. Th- I think it's going to be fun too. These are some of the fun. These are some of the matches that we kind of we kind of thrive on. I feel like and and when you're watching games, I mean, obviously you want to you want to watch the big heavyweights play out every every single weekend. But some of these games between these two teams who like you know come. May 10th, we'll likely be talking about these two teams and whether they're staying up or not. Uh, at least that's the way it's been for Everton the last two seasons, and certainly Bournemouth. Um, or you know, when they're in the when they're in the top flight, they're t- typically in this conversation as well. So this is a big a big match already. But I was I'm on the under two and a half for you know probably obvious reasons here. Uh, so far this season, um, Everton have scored a total of one goal in four home matches. So not really filling it up in the back. I was that one, I guess, I think that was against Luton town. The two, one loss to Luton. Yeah. That just happened. Yeah. Yeah. So their only goal came in a loss. Otherwise they failed to score at home. And then looking, looking at a waveform here, Bournemouth, you know, they, they've actually been okay. They've taken, you know, I guess they not, not really, they have one point on the road, on the road. They've scored a total of four goals in three away matches. So, um, you know, for those of you, doing home that's five goals between the two in in this matchup here so i i just have a tough time seeing like okay Bournemouth's gonna fill it up or or all of a sudden everton's gonna come alive and start filling the back of the net um the under is pretty friendly here in in um from odds it's at uh plus 100 so you can take that one to the bank but i i it's do you see a route where there's uh it's a 2-2 game or a 3-2 game or anything above two and a half <laughs> I, I told you when you gave me this bet that we're head to head on this. So yes, I do think it's, I do think that. I didn't, is you know what? I, I thought it was, I thought it was the last, the last game we were talking about. You were very vague about it, but uh, here we are now. <laughs> let's battle. 
Here we go. I'll put it up on the screen here. You got under two and a half. I got a little, I had to be a little different because over two and a half is minus 125. I have a single game parlay over two and a half goals and Everton double chances plus 125. Uh, so, yeah, I do think that there's going to be goals here. And before the season, I wrote a note to myself to take overs in Bournemouth matches. And that was because Andoni Irola kind of came out and was like, we want to, you know, we want to come out and attack a little bit. Uh, We want to be a little, we want to be exciting for the fans kind of a thing. You know, I don't know how much, what that exactly means, but if you look at Bournemouth, if you look at Bournemouth's schedule, basically their only game against a non top 10 team. Let's just assume here in this case that Chelsea are a top 10 team. Okay. Well, let's just assume that world. All right, well, let's just ignore the Chelsea match, which was scoreless. I'm trying to make a point here, okay? Okay. Um, We're imagining the, the worlds for your point, so we should we should think about this. I mean, they're still considered a top six club, right? Is that what is that no, what it's viewed as? Disagree. <laughs> a, a big six club. Sorry, big six club. That's what Chelsea are. Money yes and money yes. Okay, yeah, there you go. So their only match not against top 10 teams or non big six clubs. Yes, the four clubs. A two t- <laughs> yes, a 2-2 a result at Brentford, which was extremely back and forth. Uh, both teams at over 2 XG. And then I, I, I like the over a lot in that Luton Town match uh, a little bit last week as well. Uh, that one finished 2-1. You have just a lot of these Everton results where they're been high scoring. You can look at look at their game logs. Both teams are scoring over two and a half goals in a lot of them. And if you look through their lineups, it's like, okay, yeah, well, Jared Branthwaite is starting, and, you know, Sean Deitch doesn't like his fullback, so he has to start Ashley Young every game. Uh, DCL is starting to come around. Bournemouth, you know, their defense always has some issues. So I don't like either of these defenses. Bournemouth, this is a spot where I think they can attack. I think this is also a spot where Everton thinks they can attack. I think it's going to be back and forth. And while both teams maybe struggle to score a little bit, uh, I do think just weak defenses here are going to make way for guys like Calvert-Lewin and Solanke to get their goals. So that's why I'm on over two and a half goals and the Everton double chance. I'm just banking on Everton not to uh, you know, lose again like they did against Luton Town uh, last weekend. I, you know, I really disagree with you on this one. And it's kind of fun that we have opposing bets, <laughs> but I, I will, the only like kind of the, the sliver that I, you know, ju- of justification here for you is that Bournemouth have given up the f- tied, tied for the second, or I guess fourth most amount of goals um, given up away from home. So they've given up eight goals in three matches away from home. That's tied with uh, Brighton, surprisingly. Um, and just behind Aston Villa and Luton Town, who have given up nine goals apiece. So um, interesting enough. But then when you look at you look at Bournemouth's, who they've played on the road, and I think you mentioned a couple of these teams who have Liverpool have scored three goals against them, um, and then you've got Brentford who scored two goals in Brighton. So three three teams who are, who are in fact top half teams, not kind of bottom dwelling Everton. So that I don't know. I I I'm. I, I'm interested to be our chat message on, on Saturday morning here, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on the under. It looks like you're you're firmly on the over. And to be fair, I think the double chances a, a draw here would be appropriate, but yeah, I, I, don't, I don't feel one way or another about that. Everton at home, 
kind of smart to take the double chance. It's tough to see Bournemouth go in there and take points, but I have a tough time seeing the over. Bournemouth have the second worst XG allowed. Everton have the seventh best XG scored. Everton are just behind Arsenal and Tottenham in terms of XG. John Dice ball here. We. I know at the end of the day, it's like okay, Everton. Uh, they had like three XG in their opening match against Fulham and couldn't score. They probably had three last week against Luton Town. They're racking up opportunities and not scoring, and and I get it. I know that XG isn't everything, but I'm just trying to you know get some numbers to make a point here. But I do think this is going to be an up and down game. So if I think it's going to be up and down. Why not just bet over two and a half goals? And that's kind of where I'm at here. All right. Well, we'll be back next week to talk about the uh, what happened here. <laughs> We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, the next, we're, we're actually mixing it up here. We're going to our team parlay because the uh, Manchester City Arsenal match is on Sunday and we're talking about, I think we're, our parlay is both Saturday matches. Yes, that is correct. It is. Nice. Uh, so Saturday has six matches. We already talked about two of them. You are going, I think we're talking about some ugly games. You mentioned Everton Bournemouth possibly being ugly. I think I think mm-hmm. Fulham, Sheffield United, and Crystal Palace, Nottingham Forest are going to be up for competition for ugliest match. But yes. your bet here, I actually took something similar into my article. Uh, so you got this Crystal Palace Nottingham Forest match. What do you What are your thoughts on it here? Yeah, I mean, you mentioned the three, the other, the one of the other games I looked at for an under bet. Um, but I, I just wanted to do my homework. And you said Fulham, Sheffield, United. That feels like there might be a couple more goals in there than we're going to no, see. No, 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 You don't think so? <laughs> do you have an under bet too? I do not in that match. But uh, check out my article, rotowire.com slash soccer. Uh, I do have a bet in that Fulham, Sheffield, United match. Nice, it might nice. be the under. It might it be might, the It under. Might, may or may not be the under. I can't <laughs> say for certain. But yes. uh, Nice. Well, yeah, anyways, so I looked at this Crystal Crystal Palace at home, by the way, um, key to think about. And then we have Nottingham Forest visiting them. They played twice last season. Both of these matches last season were, I believe, 1-0 in both instances. I got I to gotta double check before I, I become wrong here. Yeah, sorry, it was 1-1, um, a 1-1 draw at in this same fixture at Selhurst Park, Selhurst Park. And then the other one was 1-0. 
um, a way to none him for us. So uh, both times under two and a half. Uh, when you look at what these teams have done uh, from a goals perspective, there hasn't been a ton of them. Um, I mean, not him for us doing okay with 10 goal, uh, eight goals in seven matches. And then uh, Crystal Palace just right below them seven. So it's not like either, either team is kind of lighting up the sky with goals here. I think uh, I kind of went on a safe under bet here, under two and a half, minus one fifty-five. I it feels kind of like it feels like one of my you know one of those bets that I I, I feel you know ninety percent confident in that it'll hit. If this match has like four or five goals, uh, I'm going to stop betting because it just doesn't. It wouldn't make sense. Plus, you look at I mean, Crystal Palace, for instance, Eze is out for like what six weeks. I was going to bring that up. I was like, do you know that Eze is out as well? Yeah. Okay. They're they're missing. Um, I mean, Michael Olese has been out for. He's probably out until after the international break. Yeah. So they're going to start. I mean, Mateta up front. Ayu, who's who's been starting, pretty nailed on starter. Jeff Schlupp, who's like, you know, Eze's probably you know if he's. He might not be like first 11 in the Premier League, but he's like up there for one of the better players here. So um, he's a huge absence for their 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 team and especially their attack when I feel like so much of their attack runs through him. Mm-hmm. Not in him on the other other hand. They have they're a bit deeper. They are pretty healthy in attack in comparison to, uh, to Crystal Palace. But I still am not like, all right, yeah, but both teams are going to come up and they're going to chuck hands. They're going to, you know, fill it up. So yeah, I feel pretty good about this under. Yeah, I, I honestly have no idea what to do with their lineup here. I threw in this this Hyro Redeweld guy. Uh, he started at times a couple seasons ago, but he really hasn't played much. He started in a cup game last week kind of a thing. But they just don't – I mean, they don't have a replacement when, you know, with Edward, Olise, and Eze all out, they just don't have the guys to come in. Uh, they have a teenager, maybe some young player, uh, Jason Ron Raksaki, but – I don't think he's going to be getting a start. I if he does, he would be in like that creative role. But again, he I I mentioned in my article he started and went like forty five minutes or something last week. Just a, a weird situation where Crystal Palace are kind of like out of attacking players to use. Yeah, uh, and this is it seems like a, a you know classic Roy Hodgson game where it's like. It, like it was last week, I guess they won one nil at Manchester United. This is this is how we they're gonna play. I would be very surprised if there's a ton of goals here. So yeah, I, I was just gonna bring up that point. It's not like Roy is gonna like wake up after a 50 year uh, managerial career and be like, oh yeah, let's play you know some of the young guys <laughs> and and let's switch it up here 50 years later and see if we can't get three points. Right. Uh, I mean, he's gonna play the guys who are pro- like you know, who have, are nailed on professionals and are can do like can a do a job. Um, so yeah, it's not going to be an exciting line, lineup by any means. This, the other point I was going to make is Chris is always is taking the easy out again. He's got this minus one fifty five bet. He had minus one forty five last week, so I'm I'm you know I'm helping us out. Because did we did my it. minus one forty five hit last week? Yeah, but my, did my plus whatever hit because no, we had right. to be above two hundred? You're right. You're right. I was a bad Our team, team parlay did hit last week. I'll I'll, I'll tell everyone that. So okay. uh, we're still we're still getting up there. We're getting up there. I got another under though. Mine is a little more difficult. As you can, we got plus one twenty odds. I have the under two and a half goals in Manchester United and Brentford, and this one is a little more difficult. I would say. Just because we saw Manchester United play, they had the game against Galatasaray. It was 3-2. 
But that Galatasaray team, like if you look at their roster, you look how they play, they're not going to be playing how Brentford play. Brentford are going to come out with this 5-3-2. Thomas Frank, he doesn't have Ivan Tony. He, he knows he's not going to get – he doesn't want to get in a running battle like Galatasaray got in with Manchester United. These away matches, Brentford play it with the five defenders, 5-3-2. They play it a little safer. And the hope here is that Manchester United are just struggling in general. They couldn't score against Crystal Palace last week. Uh, they lost against Galatasaray. There's a lot of pressure on these guys. Uh, they got some injuries. Anthony might return to the starting 11. Got five minutes midweek, which would be very surprising. But I just think the under two and a half here, I think that's, I think Brentford, I think Thomas Frank and Brentford want to play similar to what Crystal Palace did last week. So that's where I'm coming with at this one. Under two and a half goals is plus 120. So it's it's not favored like Chris's bet here. But uh, I, sorry, in this graphic, I put SGP, but it is not a single game parlay. But we do. So let, let's read this off again. I got Manchester United at Brentford under two and a half goals at plus 120. Chris has Crystal Palace, Nottingham Forest under two and a half goals, minus 155. That equals plus 261 odds. Chris, Manchester United, how many goals are they going to score in this spot? great question i brentford kind of hurting still so looks like we got some uh audio issues on chris's end yeah it's it's rotowire.com man there we go oh no i feel like a boomer right now i'm trying to get out of this stupid ad it, there's, a Hyundai, there's a Hyundai ad on, on rotowire.com that, that auto plays. I'm going to have to talk to uh, Shannon, one of Rotowire's ad guys, about this and, and see what's going on with that. It popped up in the middle of my, my podcast. but uh, Yeah, email um, him. Yeah, no. Also, I got the main line. I'll shoot him a text. Um, <laughs> I got him on his bat phone. Um, but no, I, interesting enough, I, I wasn't able to watch uh, any midweek – I mean, I guess I wasn't able to watch United, um, but it sounds like they were better. I, it seems like they have a full, a, a pretty good lineup aside from the, you know, Lindelof in the middle. Like, I guess, I mean, they're pretty much at their full, their full starting. They don't, here. they don't have a true fullback. Or they're missing, back. yeah, Luke Shaw and Wamba Soccer for sure. But Amrabat has been playing left back for them. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. Under, under, we'll see. I, I don't, Anthony back in the starting left, like, Weird situation. I'm not really gonna get and dive into it, but it'll be interesting to see if he like does come in and does does play. Um, but yeah, and we know what Brentford is without Ivan Tony too. So it, mm-hmm. Thunder is an interesting play here. And you know, God bless you for taking a plus a, a plus odds bet here, where I get I once again get to steal a negative bet um, minus odds. But yeah. We're both on the unders. We're we're looking at a couple low scoring affairs. I think for the podcast is this is our third under two and a half bet. Yeah, I was actually looking at a little. I was actually speaking of the next game here. I was actually looking at under in the next game, but I decided not to do it. Let's get to it here. The uh, the main talking point. We're talking Arsenal are at home against Manchester City. Arsenal are plus one ninety five to win. Manchester City are plus one forty five. The draw is plus 240. 
And then over two and a half goals is, let me pull it up. We got minus 130, under two and a half goals is plus 105. The big injury here, of course, Bakaya Saka went off, I want to say, in the 32nd minute on Tuesday with, they said it was kind of a muscular issue. I highly doubt that he starts, but uh, you never know with Arteta. I think Saka has basically played through any issue over the last few seasons under Arteta, so maybe he's in there, but I feel like it would be a mistake if he has a muscle injury. Uh, if he's not in there, we could see so Trossard return him from his injury on Tuesday. We could see Trossard, Jesus, and Ketia. Martinelli still doesn't seem like he's going to be ready to start either. And then Manchester City, so Rodri is still suspended. And that's kind of the main thing. They got a bunch of guys back. Bernardo Silva started on Wednesday. Uh, John Stones was on the bench. So they were getting a bunch of guys back. Graylish started in that one. So I think Doku is going to be back in the starting 11. Alvarez also came off the bench on Wednesday. And then again, Foden and Holland. Uh, we'll see about the midfield in, in place of Rodri. But this is a an interesting game because we're not full strength. If Saka doesn't start and then you throw in the absence of Rodri, this isn't going to be the full strength of both these teams. But at the end, it doesn't really matter. This is an important match. I, I came into this thinking, okay, this is a big game. You know, they, they, these teams don't want to drop a full three points in this one because of the importance. And I was like, OK, I'll take the under two and a half. And then I looked at it a little more and I was like, eh. Arsenal had possession in a lot of these games last season and they just gave up goals from mistakes. And I don't want to be at the risk of that. So what are you what are you thinking for, for uh, this big one here? I mean, you mentioned the the two, probably four total big absences. Saka, if Saka's out of the lineup, I mean, the the money's going to go all the city, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, Martinelli, not, probably not good to go either. And then Rodri uh, serving second of three, I think, unless the League Cup counts. No, I think it's second of, second of three matches here. And then De Bruyne, of course. Uh, it does. Oh, yeah. What's that? Okay. Um, uh, the League Cup does count, count yeah. Yeah, so I mean, Arsenal missing two two of their best attackers. It's potentially, you know, maybe they're both out. If Saka does come back in, that would be a huge boost for the side. Even if so, I I, I have such a tough time taking Arsenal, even though they're at home. I mean, let, let's look at Manchester City here. Like last season, both they played three three times. City won all three matches. Uh, they played in January. It was at it was at Manchester City, one nil to City. Um, that was in the League Cup, or excuse me, the FA Cup. Uh, they played later in February. That match was at Arsenal, the same fixture at the Emirates. Man City won that one, three-one. They played later in this, later in April. I remember that being like a pretty, pretty much like the beginning of the end for Arsenal's title, title hopes. That match was four-one to Man City, and I'm pretty sure Kevin De Bruyne scored two goals in that match. That match too. So. For me, I'm I'm all over. It's never ever are we getting Man City at plus odds, let alone like plus one forty five odds on the money line. I don't, you know, it's even might even be worthwhile taking that against anyone in the league just from a monetary perspective. I think you know maybe Liverpool would be tough for them, but Arsenal, I think they, I think they have no problem going into the Emirates and taking all three points here. They're pretty much full strength. Rodri is a massive miss for them. I will say that I'm not trying to underplay that at all. He's, you know, he's what makes them tick, but um, I think, you know, you get John stones back in there, you get some of the, some of the other guys who can kind of make the ball tick around. And I think they take away three points here and it's plus plus one forty five. So why not? Why not? 
Why not? Yeah, that the absence of Rodri is definitely something. Yeah, for uh, sure. We'll see how Pep lines it up here. They they change it to the three two four one uh, on Wednesday against RB Leipzig. I think it was the first time this season that they actually did that. Uh, I think that was you know partly because of how Leipzig could play, but also partly because they lost to Wolverhampton. Uh, without Rodri uh, last weekend, and that was in that match. I think it was Matthias Nunez got subbed off at halftime because it just wasn't working. So we'll see what this actual lineup looks like. Uh, you know, Stevie P is saying he thinks Bernardo starts, and that's possible. I'm just not fully certain how healthy he is. Uh, you know, this is a guy who was out for multiple weeks with a muscle injury. Are you going to start him two times in, in four days? Maybe. Maybe if you're desperate, but, you know, I don't just think that Manchester City is entirely desperate here. So instead of under two and a half goals, I, I just had to go to corners because I didn't know what else to do. Uh, <laughs> so let's do under four and a half corners in the second half at plus 400, not plus 400, plus 100. Whoa. Uh Yeah, so if you look at under four and a half corners in the first half, it's minus 150. So in these games last season, there was there was not a ton of corners. These are the way these teams played. It was kind of it. It's not like okay, let's let's send in a ton of crosses and have the other team you know head the ball out kind of thing. It was it, it's not how they're going to be playing. It's going to be played a little more uh, you know between the final thirds kind of a thing. And then you know they're going to get their opportunities. They're going to get their chances that you know may or may not lead to corners. So. Usually I don't bet on second half corners, but I just feel like, okay, maybe whoever, if someone is winning this match or even if it's level, you know, if Arsenal or Manchester City are up 2-1 or whatever in the second half, like usually you look at that and it's like, okay, the team that's down is going to have a bunch of corners in the second half because they're pushing. But the way that these teams play, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that, okay, Manchester City, if they're up 2-1 or whatever in the second half, I don't think Arsenal, I don't think Manchester City are going to let Arsenal be like, okay, uh, we're down a goal, so we're going to press a bunch. Like, they're not going to allow that to happen kind of a thing. So that's that's where I'm coming at with this one. Under four and a half corners in the second half, plus 100. Did that did that argument make sense, Chris? I'm almost I'm almost done with this 11% beer. So <laughs> did, that, did that make sense here? <laughs> I'm following, yes. I think, I think, uh, I, I'm hoping the rest of the listeners and viewers are following too. But yeah, it makes sense to me. I, this is a pretty off off kilter bet for you. I feel like you're usually on the first half bets or the total bets. I, we don't often see a lot of second second half corner bets out of you. Um, but it, I mean, plus odds on four and a half. I I'm hopeful. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I looked at it and there wasn't a ton of good numbers. This season, I, I think I'm struggling a little bit because these numbers on corners are, are kind of more difficult than they were previously. Under nine and a half corners for the game is minus 140. But as I said, uh, under four and a half corners in the first half is minus 150. And I didn't really like either side for corners. So I saw the plus 100 and I was like, let me find an argument for this bet. And, you know, there's my argument. So. <laughs> yeah i mean decent enough argument i guess but let's see what do, what do we got I, I think arsenal is usually number one in corners in the premier league i'm curious yeah corners one arsenal is 64 corners one 
in seven matches. Um, just doing a little under 10 a game. Well, Man City is a little bit lower on corners one, actually. They are fourth with 47 corners one in seven matches. So, um, you know, that's the center, like, what, what, what is that, 110 um, divided by 14? So, I mean, a simple math would, I guess, that, maybe I'm thinking too hard, but uh, <laughs> that would be un, under four and a half, I think, that, that equates to essentially. I pulled up our cheat sheet, rotowar.com slash soccer trial to get the cheat sheet and everything else that we have. But uh, here's the FPL cheat sheet. I just went to the bottom, team conceded stats, corners allowed, Manchester City 3.14 per match, Arsenal 3.00 per match. And as I said, last season's corner numbers, I think both matches, both league matches were under five corners uh, total. So... I think uh, I think that's kind of where we're going. Maybe yeah. the absence of Rodri, you know, changes that a little bit. Maybe opens things up a little more. But uh, you know, the absence of Saka also has to mean something as well. So I, I'm glad you brought that up because um, that that's a that stat is a bit more like indicative of than like how many they've won. You know, they're it's not every week that City's playing a top top team like Arsenal. Like mm-hmm. a lot of the times they're playing like you know kind of crappy teams or mid table teams. Yeah. And same goes for Arsenal, where like the corners one isn't necessarily like. But if you're playing a good team, you know who can who can um, you know defend eleven okay. on eleven or whatever, you're less you're less likely to get the the volume of corners you would get than if you're facing you know like a, a Burnley or something like that and the styles are so much different too so that's a that's a that's a good uh feature on the uh on the weekly cheat sheet there yeah let's just look at that's if we ignore the community shield which we probably should yes um yes, we should four corners and then three corners in the two matchups last season so seven total corners in the two league matches uh, that's that's kind of where I'm coming at. So, what do we think this final result's going to be? Are you going with like a, another three-one kind of result? I was, just Manchester I was just City. About to say three-one. Holland okay. with the double. Holland with the double. Okay. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure it out. I I, I just can't pick Arsenal, especially with, without if his sock is not 100. percent Like you just can't pick Arsenal here. So yeah. I'll I'll say two-one uh, Manchester City. I, I do think that Arsenal, at some point, they're going to figure it out and, you know, get the better of Manchester City in one of these matches. But uh, it's not going to be now if, if Saka isn't ready. It's not going to be in this game. So it's got to go Manchester City here. There's, there's like, very few clubs who can get the better of Manchester City. I mean, you know, like, I mean, for a little bit there, it was Real Madrid. Um, you know, they kind of rinsed that off last year. Liverpool's had the better of them a couple times. But, you know, for the most part, no one really is actually getting the better of Man City. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I'm just coming with last season like when Arsenal were in the Premier League. Yeah, when Arsenal were at home, like, I feel like they should have gotten at least a point. Uh, they had 64% possession in that game. Uh, they actually had one more shot. This was even with Jorginho in the midfield. Like they, they should have taken points, but they just weren't, you know, I don't know, mature enough to get the win, kind of hold on and, and not make mistakes to allow those goals kind of a thing. Uh, so at some point, I think they're going to figure it out, but it's not going to be, it's not going to be in this game. So quick, quickly, before we finish up, we have to give the revenge narrative goal odds here. 
We've got Gabby Jesu. Uh, he is at plus 280 um, against his former side. And then uh, we've got, I think we got to go pretty far down for this, but if you really want it, we can get a Zinchenko anytime goal <laughs> plus 1200. Who says no? Yeah, I don't know where you're looking, but if you go on this cheat sheet, you can actually go to anytime goal scoring odds, type in a player you want, and those odds pop up right there for you. That's wild. That's wild. Wild. Shout out to our user experience team. Speaking of, this is the first time all season that Erling Holland is not the biggest favorite to score uh, for the weekend. He's plus 105. Huh. You said he's going to score twice, right? My triple captain him in FPL. Who knows? <laughs> <He's>, wait, <laughs> was that last week you said that? I, I didn't end up doing it. I'm no, glad was I Wolverhampton. scored one goal, and they it was 2-0, and Rodri got sent off for, for doing some weird neck choking. No, it, it was the Nottingham Forest game. That's what that's the one we talked about. He got one goal in it. He got yeah, one goal in two I, shots. I was thinking he was going to score like three or four there. Yeah, but, that's right. Uh, yeah, Rodri got into some weird neck touching there, and things he got sent off for evidently for that yes evidently evidently holland has been off the last month according to our live viewer stevie p but that's all we got we that's all we got for the show game week eight we got the international break coming up so you know we got to recharge a little bit over the next week and i think we're gonna go into the into the break on a positive i think i'm gonna win the uh what was it the uh Everton Bournemouth match. I think I'm going to win that one against you. Uh, so that's a loss for you, but I think we can, we can win everything else. The only thing I care about is the team parlay and uh, my man city money line bet. Cause I just feel, I kind of came strongly on that team parlay, just a bunch of unders. You can find Chris at yeah. CHRO and eight on Twitter. I am at Roto is a You can follow Roto wire, Roto wire soccer. Also on Twitter at Roto wire soccer. Rotowire.com slash soccer trial. Check it out. Thank you for watching. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure to like this video. Make sure to, I don't know, listen to some podcast form. Do whatever. Subscribe to our podcast feed as well. I know if, if you listen to our podcast or if you listen on YouTube, but you also but you don't listen on podcasts, just for you know helping us out, just go to your podcast feed. And subscribe to Rotowire Soccer and then just like zoom through that and say that you listen to it because that'll help us as well. So how about that? Thank you everyone for watching this. Game week eight in the Premier League. Chris, thank you for this late show. It's past 10 p.m. my time. I got a few more sips left and then we got to call it a night. But Chris, thank you for the show. Good luck everyone on your bets. Cheers, Adam. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. 
Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.